0: All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here.
1: Welcome to Bull Bear Radio.
2: Market pricing's nuts.
1: Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber.
2: Down seventy-seven percent. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle.
1: WBI brings you wealth-building market insights.
0: All right, and we're back. Hey, it's Bull Bear Radio, episode number 91. Building consensus, as usual, got my partner here in crime, Don Schreiber Jr. And uh, Don, man, a lot's gone on here since the last time we were on Bull Bear Radio. It's been like two weeks, right? So much has happened in the course of two weeks. We've had uh, the market go up. Then Trump gets sick. The market was kind of uh, starting to go down, down a little bit, just because stimulus talks had stalled. The president gets sick. President gets better. President says no stimulus. Now stimulus is back on. Holy smokes, right? So here we are. It's the middle of October. We're getting closer to the election. Seems to be a bit of a building consensus here, right? Episode ninety-one here, a building consensus. That may be contrary to, you know, more stimulus infrastructure spending and, and setting up for what could be a really strong market, right? Some people out there are saying that maybe contrary to what you and I were saying on the last episode, maybe this market takes a dump. Yeah,
2: You know, things are getting freaky out there. I'd say that, uh, you know, we're going into uh, the Halloween time, you know, and things get kind of freaky, uh, a little weird. And uh, we've got some weird stuff going out there for the first time in a long time. I see a breath of sanity coming from uh, economists and analysts about, you know, how the Fed gets out of this pathway forward of constant uh, stimulus to support the economy and the markets. Well, there's
0: only one of two things that can happen. Right. Number one, we get enough growth. That we get out of this sticky wicket that we're in and you get enough growth where the Fed eventually is able to exit years down the road here. Right. So that that's scenario. Number one, number two, and just probably
2: easier is a
0: nice, you know, uh, reset. You know, from uh, press the press the reset. Oh button. man, that Boom. wouldn't be easy. Right? That's
2: going to be ugly, 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 so, all over ugly.
0: So look, there's a couple articles out there, right? With a, the, notably Morgan Stanley, right? This is an article that came out uh, kind of over the weekend. Stocks face a turbulent path forward if Democrats sweep in November. Now, guys, we're not getting political here. This is just an article, we wanna talk about this. We thought it had some credence. It's this building consensus that, hey, maybe things are too good to be true here, but stocks face a turbulent path forward if Democrats sweep, which is looking like it could be a case based on recent polling. Don't know if the polls are good, they're bad, but it's looking like you know Democrats, number one, could win the White House. Number two, it's only a thin margin in the Senate, right? It's a couple of it's between a couple of dudes and ladies uh, between Democrat versus Republican. And it's looking like in a couple of key battleground states that Democrats could take a seat or two and 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 uh, power could shift in the Senate. Furthermore, they already have the Democrats do the House. That'd be a clean sweep. And we're, we're talking about right. You got the Supreme Court situation, right? Holy smokes maybe we should have a conservative court if the Democrats do have all three uh, you know, legislative branches there, the executive branch and the and and Congress. I mean, that that's crazy, right? So anyway, that's what they're saying here. u s. equities are among a few assets poised for a detour. Should the so-called blue wave uh, take effect here and and the market' steady climb would reverse, uh, before uh, correcting in 2021 is what they're saying. So stocks could initially dip on fears of higher corporate taxes and uncertainty around stimulus. This this could be huge. It could hey, be Matt, a big you know, shock,
2: right? Yeah, man, I've been taking my own informal poll. I've been asking advisors that we talk to on the phone and their clients when I have the opportunity to talk to them what they think is going to happen with this election. Oh, and, you know, freaked out. my question is, you know, uh, do you think the Dems are going to win or do you think the Republicans are going to take it? Or do you think we end up with a constitutional crisis around? Ooh. Constitutional crisis. constitutional crisis, because, uh, it's a contested election on both sides, no matter what happens. And the markets hate that kind of uncertainty. Yeah. So let me throw. And a so that's a ball. huge risk factor. The, uh, The polling so far is almost a 100% consensus that this thing is going to be contested. This looks ugly.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I, I hate the, the possibility of a, a contested election because from a geopolitical per, perspective, I think, you know, you saw North Korea trot out a couple of, you know, big looking missiles that are supposed to have nukes attached to them. You got the Russians, you got the Chinese. Everybody's just waiting. Oh, Everybody's yeah. flexing out there. Right. And I yep. hate that. And if you don't know who the president is. Right. Because we're having a contested election and a constitutional crisis. Holy smokes, that's bad, right? It is let me, bad. Let me further. Let, let's go one step further. Uh oh. Right. So Nancy Pelosi, in recent days, right, has been talking about uh, Congress's path to being able to invoke right the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which is the succession of power. Right. They're looking to alter fundamentally, right, that succession of power, and I don't think it's because they 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 fear. Trump winning and they're going to try and knock him out with the 25th. I actually think quite to the contrary, it's because they got to get this in place because you have number one, two of the oldest presidents could win here ever when they take office, right? You got Pre- president Trump and you got Joe Biden, Joe Biden, 78 years old. He'll, he would be the oldest president in history to take office. And, you know, uh, as a result, right. Right. What if he starts to slow down, right? He doesn't die. He doesn't kick the bucket. He doesn't get, like, really sick or physically sick or whatever. He starts to get he mentally just, impaired. He just slows down, right? Yeah. And and he can't make decisions anymore. He's just, like, sitting there in the Oval Office and, and can't say anything, right? So what's the path for the Cabinet and or Congress to be able to remove a sitting president? I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get their ducks in a row in case... Joe slows down if he takes office, right? Yep. So so the market's not talking about this, is not expecting this whatsoever. They haven't read between the lines, I feel. And that's why I think the second scenario here, you brought this to my attention. And I thought you were f- crazy. I'm like, What are you talking about? Right? I haven't seen this article. Stock market crash. Expert foresees. And this isn't this is like today's news. Stock market crash. Expert foresees 80% drop on massive financial crisis. Holy smokes, what's this all about, Don? I mean, this dude David Hunter here, chief macro strategist, contrarian macro advisor. I'd say, but he's not contrarian, right? Morgan Stanley just said the market could drop if there's a democratic sweep. This guy's saying basically he, he, he is apocalyptic forecast. That's in two phases here, which I'll read in a second. He initially expects a massive melt-up rally in the next few months, and then, boom, Armageddon hits. Why?
2: You know, we've talked about much the same thing. You know, we've got stimulus. Um, We could have a uh, really an excited market based on vaccines uh, coming out and having some uh, success and taking down the COVID risk, and everybody's going to think, oh, my goodness, things just – or Goldilocks, they couldn't get better. Unfortunately, the uh, f- foundation of the financial system is being manipulated and, and, and carried along on the back of Fed policy and uh, government stimulus all around the world. And everybody's in the same box. This is basically a huge Ponzi game where you're taking from Peter to pay Paul. We're taking from the U.S. taxpayer or taxpayers around the world, and we're funding right now more consumption with that money. And unfortunately, there's a consequence in the future that people, A, may not believe that this kind of policy is going to work to give us economic growth, that we actually work our way out of the hole. And number two, that, you know, there is a price to pay that sometimes, some way You know, uh, this becomes a crisis in terms of trying to pay back. Uh, There's an inflection point that we reach where it's almost going to be impossible for us to conceive that we could reduce the deficits in a natural course where growth in the economy, tax revenue from additional growth would pay down this deficit. Right. That's what we're hoping is going to happen. But if that doesn't take place soon, we're going to hit the wall with Social Security, Medicare, and this huge deficit causing a, a ginormous problem. I think the doorbell rang. Maybe President Trump is standing outside and he wants to talk about this. I, I
0: don't think so. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be kind of cool. But, uh, you know, so he basically this guy says... You know, uh, this phase, this melt up started in March. We got some stimulus uh, that that was there. central bank liquidity uh, and and some real bullish momentum. And so he thinks that really we could rally to 4,200, 4,500. NASDAQ could could even touch 15,000 in this phase. And so uh, it's huge. But he thinks, though, right, that very large financial crisis is looming. Uh, which includes major bank failures, maybe not in the United States, but what he's saying is in Europe. Exactly what you were saying, Europe, Asian banks, and um, you know c- companies too. But that's what he's saying here. That basically, you know, you're 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 borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, and it, and it's just uh, uh, something that uh, can't be overlooked, right? And then he says basically, like, look. Uh, for the next two or three months, we could continue to run into early 2021, but that's when phase two starts. He calls it the unwind, and he says in this period that uh, he, he's forecasting a lot of corporate bankruptcies and bank failures, involuntary liquidations, and an 80% stock market crash. Um because uh, the, the Fed's going to run out of money. They can't just keep printing to infinity is what he's saying, basically. And so, uh, you know, central bank missteps, uh, lack of government assistance, immense uh, debt buildups. And, and basically what he's saying is is, is all of this is, is uh, uh, going to... The, the eggs are going to hatch and, and the badness is going to come home to roost here. And, and earlier this year... This was only a fake-out sell-off, right? The big one's coming, is what he's saying.
2: Yeah, I would agree. You know, we we with a lot of uh, the statements in this article, we've been talking about it for quite some time. That you know, this is a very dangerous situation that we find ourselves in. There is a pathway forward. There is a pathway out of this in a positive way. I don't think we're going to see it uh, come to fruition, but. Let's let's re- recap, right? That was a very negative overview. There is a way for us to get out of it. By the way, we're at about one times um, uh, GDP in terms of our debt. So our debt right now in the United States is going to end up at, at the end of this year to be about one time our GDP, which is a lot more than it has been recently. But you know, we can come out of that. We can probably even handle one and a half times GDP and have our have the economy pay that down. What we need, and I've talked about this many times before, is we need a very large and sustained fiscal stimulus effort where we commit long term capital, you know, from the taxpayer infrastructure spending. Infrastructure spending that will ignite growth in the economy like we have not seen since the early 80s and the 90s. Um, But this is going to be, could be uh, the savings grace. And and by the way, instead of this short term, you know, uh, give money to people essentially to spend that, uh, that has a, a positive effect for three months, six months, and then, um, you know, it, it it evaporates. The money essentially works its way through the system and doesn't provide any meaningful long-term growth. And, and and that is
0: something here, right? in in both of these scenarios that was not discussed whatsoever in this building kind of contrarian, right? Consensus that we're talking about. So it seems to me the overlooked component here, as Don just said, is the infrastructure spend, which could spur some really long-lasting, sustainable growth, uh, and and that could help us to get out of this sticky wicket. So hey, that's what we got for episode number ninety-one: the building consensus. Uh, great, Don. Thanks, thanks. We'll be back with some more thoughts very soon. Thanks for listening to Bull Bear Radio.
1: Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time, and there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.